0: This is a popul- popular podcast. Do not Welcome to Popular History, a library of Catholic knowledge and insights brought to you daily. My name is Greg, and this is the sixth installment in our 21 part series covering all the 21 new cardinals announced by Pope Francis during his Sunday Angelus on July 9th. The consistory will take place on Saturday, September 30th. Covering today's cardinal elect is a daunting task because of his close connections to the Holy Land. As I imagine most of my listeners already know, they don't call it the Holy Land for nothing. The religious history of Jerusalem and the surrounding area is a tangled web, having special significance to Judaism, Christianity, Islam, and beyond. I'm going to focus on Catholicism here but just know, in doing so, I'm skipping even more than usual. And that's saying something. Pierre Battista Pizzaballa, what a name, was born on April 21st, 1965, in Colnio Alserio, a town in the province of Bergamo, part of northern Italy's Lombardy region. Pierre Battista entered seminary at the age of 11. A minor seminary, of course. As a reminder, that's basically a priesthood-themed prep school for boys. The Le Grazie Minor Seminary in Rimini was run by Franciscans, beginning a lifelong association with the Franciscan Order, as you may have noted if you recognize the OFM next to his name. OFM stands for Order of Friars Minor, the official name of the Franciscan Order. By the time of his priest ordination, in 1990, Pierre Battista had made his solemn profession as a Franciscan, making him a full and permanent member of the Order. That same year, he was sent to the Holy Land, further setting the stage for his future career. There is a deep connection between the Holy Land and the Franciscan Order, dating back to the time of St. Francis himself, who began the presence of the Order in the area in 1217, during the height of the Crusading Era, and a few years before the Holy Founder would memorably attempt to personally convert the Sultan of Egypt. An attempt which was, needless to say, not successful, but believe it or not, was actually favorably received, and helped ease the dire situation of the survivors of the failed Fifth Crusade. Well, there's a historical rabbit hole I've already failed to avoid. Let's fast forward a hundred odd years to 1342, when the holy places, were entrusted to the custody of the franciscan order by pope clement the 6th now fast forward much further to 2004 when a hip young priest named pierre battista pizzaballa was designated as the custos of the holy land after years of serving the custody of the holy land and i know that isn't really how you're used to the word custody being used but that's the name of the relevant franciscan entity and yes it's run by someone called the Kustos. In addition to his previous years of service to the custody, Father Pizzaballo's credentials also included his leading role in the 1995 publication of a Hebrew-language missile for Hebrew-speaking Catholics, a question which got me wondering just how many Hebrew-speaking Catholics there are, especially given the difference between studying classical Hebrew for Bible purposes like I did back in the day and, uh, apparently being conversant in modern Hebrew. As a quick aside, if you want a truly incredible story that I personally think would make for a great movie, and this might demonstrate why I'm not usually the one calling the shots in Hollywood, look up Eliezer Ben Yehuda and his eventually successful efforts to revive Hebrew as a spoken language. Anyways, there are a little over 300,000 Catholics under the jurisdiction of the Patriarch of Jerusalem today, and I'm guessing an increasing number of them do speak Hebrew. Speaking of the Patriarch of Jerusalem, we're now at 2016, and Pope Francis has accepted the resignation of Patriarch Fawad To'al. His replacement is, well, no one. A four-year-long sede vacante. To cover the admin duties in the meantime, an apostolic administrator was appointed. When I first saw the length of then-Archbishop Pizzabala's service as Apostolic Administrator, I assumed that Patriarch Twal had been incapacitated somehow, unable to carry out his duties, but with the Holy See unwilling to replace the still-living man. Indeed, I further assumed that when Archbishop Pizzabala officially became Patriarch Pizzabala in 2020, 2020, it was because his predecessor had passed away, presumably yielding after whatever long illness had incapacitated him for years. After all, we're not talking about a minor C that sort of can almost get lost in the shuffle. We're talking about the Mother Church, quite literally the oldest church community in Christianity, older than Rome herself. And yet, Jerusalem has seen basically everything, religiously speaking, including being a titular patriarch for hundreds of years before being restored to functionality and in the more distant past, being wiped off the map completely by a Roman empire that would, in time, restore her. And yeah, it's a bit weird to refer to something called a patriarchate, using feminine pronouns, but churches are always coded as female, and anyhow, I'm feeling poetic, as you might have noticed. But let's get back to current reality, and my personal theory as to the reason for the long delay that was eventually resolved by making the temporary administrator the permanent administrator, the patriarch, of course. Being Italian is one thing. Of all institutions, the Catholic Church is supremely comfortable disregarding national boundaries. Catholic means universal, after all, and as we actually already saw with things like nuncios, there can actually be a preference for appointing competent foreigners at times. However, after two local sons in a row, the Church in Jerusalem is now headed by a man who does not speak the language of a great many of his local flock. No, not not Hebrew, like I mentioned. Pizzaballa has modern Hebrew down, as well as his native Italian, and, conveniently for us, English. But by all accounts, he does not speak Arabic. Keep in mind, very many of the Christians of the Holy Land are Palestinian, and East Jerusalem is in occupied Palestinian territory. I'm not trying to be controversial with that phrasing. Israel doesn't formally claim it, and Occupied Palestinian territory is the standard international language for the current situation in East Jerusalem. In any event, even going back to the previous Italian patriarch of Jerusalem, you know, the last one before the native sons, Giacomo Giuseppe Beltritti, was indeed an Italian, but he was also a native Arabic speaker. So it had been 50 years since the patriarch wasn't a native speaker. For a pope who famously calls for pastors who smell like their sheep, it's a bit of a surprising move. Pardon me wonders if Patriarch Pizzaballa has his Duolingo app open to Arabic. It's hard to pick up a language as an adult, but I have to imagine adding the language at least as best you can of the majority of your flock to your repertoire would be worth considering. Once he is officially elevated, Pierre Battista Pizzaballa will be eligible to vote in future conclaves until he turns 80 in 2045. That's enough for today. There's plenty more to discuss about the cardinal-elect, and we may well get another longer format episode on him down the line, as this episode is part of Cardinal Numbers, our ongoing series where we discuss and eventually rate and rank all the cardinals of the Catholic Church. Thank you for listening. God bless you all.